Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Right, sons, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movie, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Disgraced Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, Capitan Matt Romano. Greetings. It's an exciting day here on Starbinger Base because after a lot of rebuilding and planning, Caitlin is ready to re 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 reopen the Porg and Dagger. Yeah, baby. Long time, yeah, longtime listeners will remember that the Porg and Dagger is the cantina on the surface of this planet where both she and I were marooned a while back. <laughs> now, yeah. it's been destroyed. Oh, it's been rebuilt, then it's been destroyed again. A few to who remembers how or why, but now yeah, we don't need to get into it. There's There's a lot that I could say, but I'm not going to say it right now. I'll save that for a later date. Well, I was talking about how it was how it was destroyed, which was my fault. But if we wanted to get into the marooning, we can <laughs> for both of you. Oh. For both of you. No, no, no. By the uh, way. Yeah, yeah, I don't. We had to talk about it. Both of you screwed me over with Hero, my heroes on cantina. both sides. <laughs> who who knows? Mine was for the greater good. Matt's was selfish. Was it? You know what I mean? All right, right. Moving on. It, so it's been destroyed a few times now, but Caitlin has been behind the scenes working on it really hard, and it's ready to go. And as I said, shielded for whenever we travel, it is protected. So Matt, you were saying whenever we travel, say to a, a place with the planet freeze, or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. How does this all work? Like yeah, that. I'm not sure about the rest of. I know, I know that the the Porg and Dagger will be safe because Great. of the shield. That's all I care about. That's all, all that matters. The rest of the planet, uh, galactic jury's out. But the ribbon cutting ceremony will take place at the end of this episode. Now, we're all excited about that, aren't you? Oh, yes. Uh, very desperately. Excited. Desperately. Yeah. I, I cannot wait to open the Porg and Dagger to the people. Yeah. To yeah. a very specific number of people. Yeah. And let me just say, I have invited a number of very exciting, <laughs> exclusive guests. Oh, that are going to be coming. It's Do we know other people? Exciting. Do we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. The yeah, three yeah. of well, us well, and Azu yeah. right ah, now? Man. <laughs> You, Matt, you might not, but Caitlin and I, I, I do. We've been in space a long time. <laughs> it's oh, well. Man. I mean, speak for yourself. I mean, I I, I hope your wife, Twi'lek wife and child, aren't listening. <laughs> oh, well, don't worry about them. <laughs> They're fine. Somebody has to. Okay. Well, helping and possibly hindering the cantina's launch this week has been our reprogrammed interrogator droid AZ zero zero, also known as Azu. Are you ready to deal with some CD cantina customers, Azu? Yeah, I guess. Uh, Kayla has been very clear on, on who gets thrown out and who gets stabbed. So, hmm. you know, I, I think in terms of security, it's fine. But, uh, so, so wait, 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 wait. Yeah, man. That, that's the training that you were given? You either throw them out or stab them? I mean, what do you think the two of us have been doing the entire time? I mean, yeah, she's shown me some really interesting things. Either <laughs> thrown out with the electroprog, which I, which I now have installed, or get stabbed. Uh, you know, I have a knife. Azu, you are terrifying. You are uh, uh, like a... Az knows what we need here. You know, it's she's shown me some interesting things. And you know, do you want a secure bar, or do you want a bar with I, uh, you know people just getting away with this and that? Az you know? is our bouncer. <laughs> okay, all right. I uh, guess it will be safe then. Okay, this sounds like a good uh, idea. Azu, shut that oh, off. Whoa. No one had a hot take. Oh. Yeah, yeah where's that going off? Yeah, uh, but that's just going to keep happening, and you oh. know why. Uh, you don't want to tell anyone. That's fine. You know, you do you. Wait a minute. Thank you, Azu. Brian. We'll see you at the end when Caitlin cuts the ribbon. Float away now. Uh, 
Because this, this, I've got a bad feeling about this. No, it's okay. It's <laughs> exactly under, what no Matt worry. said. It's under, it's under control. Ain't nothing okay. bad going to happen to the ribbon cutting ceremony. Oh, no. Now, we're recording on May 24th, 2021, and we have a new episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch. They call themselves The Bad Batch. To discuss, but before that, that's, wow, there was some news that happened since we've recorded last. Some of it was hot, hot, hot. And some of it was annoying, annoying, annoying. <laughs> and for all of it, we're going to throw to Caitlin for some news on the march. News on the march. So, gentlemen, we got we got a lot to talk about here. Yes. Uh, the the main headline is that Dave Filoni, our our Lord and Savior of all things Star Wars, the Chosen One, it was announced a little while back, and by announced, I mean put on a website that. Dave Filoni was the executive producer and executive creator director at Lucasfilm. And that was not a thing that the website had updated at that point, And fans latched onto that <laughs> like crazy. When, when it updated this past week, this yes. last week, and it finally showed that and everyone thought it was new information. Right. And everyone, I... I I truly do. If you didn't think that he was an EP and an executive creative director, he was already doing that. And I will say since then, a couple of days ago, Lucasfilm did reach out to a couple of different entertainment sites and say that he has been serving as the EP and creative director at Lucasfilm for a while. They just updated the website. They That's were just amazing. behind on like the digital part of everything. Because you would think if he he would get a like a press release if you would they made a big announcement like that. Part of me thought it's like, well, didn't wasn't he already this? But because in terms of our Twitter handle, because Dave Filoni was trending. I jumped on and it was like, just so everyone knows, I was a viewer, so we were officially part of the problem. Yeah, absolutely. It didn't end there because, and Caitlin, I'm sure the next point is that within yeah. no time, Dave Filoni was no longer trending and Kathleen Kennedy was. Whenever yeah. Kathleen Kennedy is trending at number one, it's time for me to put the phone down. <laughs> yeah. I, my official stance on this is that everyone needs to leave Kathleen Kennedy censors at the ready the <sighs> f*** alone. <laughs> yeah. She's doing Preach. fine. She has created so much stuff that everyone has loved during her time. Preach. Yeah, an incredible Preach. career. Incredible Preach. career. Incredible. If, yeah, and my, my official stance on this, and people will <laughs> yell at me for it, I I'm sure. Be- if she were a man, this would not huh? be an issue. Mm, yep. It's because she is a lady in a high place of power in a fandom that is generally toxic in a way that it shouldn't be. She gets a lot of hate that she the should The main not thing get. was people, yeah. the, take, the take that drove me yep. nuts is people saying, oh, this is an end to Kathleen Kennedy. Dave is replacing her. This is, and I'm just, well, for, first That's, off. She is still the president of Lucasfilm. Those are two very different things. This yeah. is, or, especially after it was made certain that he's already been this for a while. So, and also, who do you think promoted him to that position? This would have been yes. her hire. Exactly. She's smart enough, yeah. she's smart enough to know. Wow, Filoni is 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 freaking hot and tot. Let's let's you know put him in creative control. Yeah, he's the man that we want to have overseeing <laughs> all of this. She is still his boss, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm excited about these twelve, thirteen upcoming Lucasfilm projects that are coming out. Any of them? Guess what? She's had a she has a hand in all of them. She's the one that greenlights them and everything else. But just I've I've had it with any excuse to drag her and everything else. Anything that goes wrong with Lucasfilm, all of a sudden it is Kathleen Kennedy's problem. And she, yes, she is in charge of everything, but she is overseeing a giant team of people who are doing their jobs and doing them like 95 to 99% of the time very well. Yeah. yeah. And this is and this is the thing. When, when George Lucas was in charge, had, it, was in, it was in charge of Lucasfilm and everything, the nonstop battery and barrage and the internet Twitter was not it was not what it was now it was it was a little different but it was Lucas sucks the prequel sucks Jar Jar sucks and never ending attack and now he's this messianic figure that never did any wrong because we have a new (laughs) cat because Kathleen Kennedy's the big villain 
And she's an even bigger target than George ever was. Yeah, yeah. of course. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was a target, but no, well, you bet you missed me now. It's people always saying it's like we owe apologies to say people like Jake Lloyd and Ahmed Best and Kelly Marie Tran. It's like, absolutely. But you know what's even better? Not letting it get to that. It's like mm-hmm. there, it's okay yes. to not weigh in on some things. You cannot like these things, but you don't have to yuck other people's yum. And there are serious things going on. If this doesn't bring you joy, then by all means, just go and do something else. I've really, I've yeah, really, and, and you're and you're completely and completely detached from reality. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, to to attack like one person. Or to well, villainize to someone raise, like Catherine To raise Kennedy. Dave it's, up it's, and villainize her. It's like they're on the same team. She's the one giving right. her the How chance. How do you think all this she is She realizes made. he's a genius and is propping him up for success. Yeah. So right. to, to take Y'all. a page from your yeah. book, Caitlin, kindly just shut the f*** up. Not you. Not you. But oh, I, man. I, I'm just – man, I'm done with the Kennedy hatred, it, whew, especially is, yeah. if you look back on her yeah. career yeah. and the things she's been involved in or whatever, and, and the Star Wars renaissance that's going on right now would not be happening. She's giving you Star Wars with your Star Wars yeah. on your Star Wars. I mean, what else do you want? Cool. At the end of the day, she's a cool freaking lady. George Lucas selected yeah. her yeah. personally to oversee all of this. And if you're going to see him as this messianic figure, like you pointed out, Brian, and you don't support Kathleen Kennedy, that's a direct slander to George Lucas's ideas about where he wanted yeah. to take and, the and, and And now yeah. it's not only selected her to be the, the corporate lead, Dave as the creative lead studied under him and is definitely the chosen one in that regard. So you've got both of those exactly. bases covered. They're both exactly. the chosen ones. And yeah. You could disagree. Obviously, you could disagree with us. Think what you, if you don't like Kathleen Kennedy, that, you know, as our friend says, you do you. That's fine. There are plenty of people in entertainment that I don't like. What you don't have to do is get on and rail about them endlessly uh, online and slander yeah, or whatever yeah. else, because yeah. that has absolutely no point. And there's enough negativity in the world without having to bring it to something that, as George always says, is for kids at the end of there the day. But it doesn't end, it doesn't <laughs> end there, great. does it, Caitlin? Because there was a little, because there was a little, we you, have a new, if we thought Droid Story was something, we got something that, what the hell is oh. Rangers of the New Republic canceled? Oh my God. <laughs> Dang. So. That was also trending. It was also at one point trending. And I'm like, going to throw my phone into lava. This is quite the segment to start the show. The other Star Wars panic of the week. Yes. And that's really what it was, was a Star Wars panic. Which, which a number Ooh. of was... our sites called out on. It's like pretty much the headline was everybody just please calm the shit down. Which yeah. Rangers of the New Republic, uh, which was one of the many, many, many upcoming projects that uh, Lucasfilm and Disney announced a while back. And was rumored to be involved with Gina Carano's character in the Star Wars universe, who obviously is not involved with it anymore, as we all know. The It was that it is not in production anymore. The language is not that it is currently in production, but people took that as meaning that it is canceled. And I know that you, that Brian, Matt, I know that you guys feel the same way. Knowing that something is not in production does not mean that it is canceled. It just right. means that it is in an ideation phase wherein no one is actively currently working on it, but that does not mean that it is gone. Right. There are so many other things in the Star Wars universe that are in production right now. They cannot have that many things going on. They yeah. only have so many resources. Well, and there's only so much you can put out in a certain right. amount of time. Yes. Like it just it's how it works. Again, how this is how it all, all this three works. of us know that too well. <laughs> That's how the entertainment industry works. <laughs> That's the thing. I think it was Deadline or, or one of those. They said it was not an active development currently. And people all of a sudden yes. jump to, oh, my God, it was canceled. It's like, well, here. OK. Let's get everything straight. Never was it ever announced that it was in active development. Was in it's development. Like, I'm sure somebody somewhere is working on it and figuring stuff out or whatever. That does not mean it's in active development. They've got right now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the things that are in active development, Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Andor, Kenobi, probably frickin' Droid Story, and, and <laughs> Droid definitely Story. Rogue Squadron and Taika still at work. So- 
especially because, as you pointed out, Caitlin, they're probably having to reevaluate who the lead of this thing is or they're probably reassessing what it's going to be. But to but why don't we take care of the seven or eight shows that we have currently shooting and or casting and everything else now and deal with that later? It doesn't mean it's canceled. Will we see it or it's specifically that version of it that they initially planned? Probably not because it's going to have to change. But it doesn't mean it's canceled. Just because there's not boots on the ground about it, just because there are not a cast, just because there's not producers behind it. There are still people who are writing it. Who, If it means that it is not actively in development, that means that there is still something behind the scenes. They did not use the words canceled. They did not say we are not making this anymore. It's just sitting on the back burner until they put out 12 million other things. And that's probably a good sign, honestly, because all these shows they've said are meant to culminate in some kind of like shared universe event, just like the CW's. They uh, said specifically Mando, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and and this Rangers was all going to be in a thing. Exactly, and and that and, and they announced this at the call when it was already probably clear what they were going to do. I think they wouldn't have announced yeah. it if it was just going to be shelved. And never was there ever the thing is like, and now Rangers of the New Republic is in active development. Yay! Wait, no, it no longer is. That nobody put it and it, nobody Psych. announced that it's, you know, it, that, that it was going to move forward. So no, there's no change here. Nothing is canceled. Nothing is backburnered. It's just such a such a I hate this phrase, but it's a nothing burger. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's the crazy part. So going back to the nothing burger is that like this little factoid is just buried in this Dave Filoni news that yep. is made because somebody just happened to be reading the Lucasfilm bios. You know, this this whole chain of events, everything that happened this week is yeah. bananas. Okay, and like oh, it's, it's crazy. Nas, however, you, however that <laughs> guys, goes. I, guys, I think <laughs> I think the I think the internet might be bad. I think it's bad I for me. I'll too. tell you that. And I but, think it might be bad. No, it was it was it was getting my blood up, and I was like, I was texting you both. Yeah. Was, oh yeah, you had to like take you had to like yeah, take a the, break at the same time. I was. Still tweeting out things from our handle i was trying to trigger you by success (laughs) you know i'm when i was in my vulnerable place where i want to get on my righteous randy side of the side of the base but did we tweet about it yeah Yeah. are we part of the problem yeah yeah Yeah. that's 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 the moral of the story here (laughs) i think we need to we need to uh be more careful about that in the future. See, I yeah, knew maybe. you thought that. I knew Personally. you thought that. You didn't say yeah. anything. I knew yeah, I it. I think we need to be more. She's head of the news department. We so need to be more geez, careful about that. Very important. No, it was. It was shameless. <laughs> I did. I just checked it and and <laughs> screwed. It worked anyway. So it's like. So at the same time, don't <laughs> do that. Tweet. But at the same time, yeah, we did that. It's so yeah, yeah. we're part. Of, we're again. We're part of the problem. We're, we're sending we're, mixed messages. Yeah, we're we're yeah. St- we're stepping. Yeah. Stepping officially as as return to the pod, yeah. we are We're sending mix, step mix into messes. the gray side, just like a little character on a show that we're about to cover. We're talking about the gray areas and we're learning all about gorgeous them. With transition. That, we're gonna charge back into Star Wars, the bad batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Now we're going to discuss and celebrate the Kark and Criff out of this episode. For new canon reveals, we have our canon canon. We have hot takes along the way. We'll sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. This episode has been out for a few days, but we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So be warned that we are about to get into severe spoiler territory for this episode. And for good measure, we will sound the spoiler klaxon. That's right with me, your old pal Werner. I'm here all aboard my magical train of spoilers. Get cut up and then join us for the bad batch. I could be in it, Werner, an animated form who doesn't want it. The gear, a gear, what is the Caitlin and Bush? There is a clear order in which you should watch Star Wars The Bad Batch, Episode 4, and then listen to our podcast. Here we go again. Punch it. Good soldiers pull up orders. Cavalry has arrived! The Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 4, released on May 21st, 2021 on Disney+. Plus. Directed by Saul Ruiz, written by Christian Taylor, cornered! is the name of the episode. And it's time for Omega to meet the gray side of the Star Wars galaxy. Step into the gray side. And what group embodies that better than bounty hunters? 
I ask you. Ah, uh, well, I mean, we've spent a couple of seasons with a bounty hunter recently, so we know. That, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. We some are good, some are bad, some move back and forth, some have a code, and some will do any job for the right price. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. bounty hunter we run into in this episode was expected because of the trailer, but it is of course Fennec Shand. Years before her appearance in The Mandalorian, played, of course, by Ming-Na Wen. It's great to see and hear Fennec Shan, didn't it? Oh, yeah. She's so cool. Absolutely. Back, back when we, in, that, in her chapter of season one of The Mandalorian, I really didn't, we were like, are we ever going to see her again or whatever? And now, not only we're seeing her in many Mando episodes, going to see her in, a, in The Bad Batch, she's in animation now, too. I love it. And you hope that you're going to see Ming-Na. You do. Always. You always, you always, never enough. Never and I, and and like seeing her in this show, and I and not to get way ahead of things, I start to think about her relationship with Omega or the clones or any yeah. clones, and how weird it must be to be like you know with Boba Fett. How many years later? Exactly. Why that is a fascinating point, Matt? Because yep. in this show, the, in the Bad Batch, there could be the moment where she actually meets Boba Fett, yeah. and that relationship begins. And if they they we mm-hmm. know they saved all that. Because they've worked together before. Right. Yep. If they save the take Boba taking over the mantle of b- biggest baddest bounty hunter there is from Cad Bane, they never did that in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. They could do it in Bad Batch. <sighs> this would Feels be like it's very easy. Very this easy to do. Boy. If they're gonna do it, this would be the place to do it. This is anyway, the place to do it. and it would set up and it would form everything retroactively. Oh, it's all fantastic. connected. Oh my god, it's, <laughs> all, it's all connected and it rhymes. Anyway, <laughs> merchants and thieves are also out there to con you. Demons all charm you with a smile. And this episode features get this, Matt. I knew you're gonna like this. Oh, Bobby yeah. Moynihan as a grand trader and Taryn Killam as a Celestin Depot Taren. Deep Depot or Depot. Have we uh, have we settled this yet? Depot. <laughs> I, I think Depot. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say Depot. Celestin Depot manager. It's a little Matt the Radar Technician sketch reunion, but of course both of these guys have been involved in Star Wars in a few areas since that sketch. They've oh both, yeah. Uh, Moynihan was obviously a, a big recurring character on Resistance. Kill him has mm-hmm. popped up. They're just big big fans, and they keep big fans. up. I love it that they keep being involved. And yeah. I generally just love both of those guys. Oh, you know those guys. I don't know. I've seen them in interviews and obviously SNL, and they just seem like really funny guys and two guys that get Star Wars. The reason why oh, yeah. that that sketch, the Kylo Ren sketch is so funny is because they nailed like the entire aesthetic and everything. Yeah. Delightful. As, as so Kylo good. himself says in the sketch, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 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 Now, how does Omega meet Fennec? Well, I'll tell you. The Batch is looking to hide. First, they're going... They're going to go to a planet or system called Ida Floor. Um, Do you guys think this is just, it's pretty much Florida turned around? I think Hmm. it is. Is that intentional, right? I'm, I really hope so. I would love to go to a floor. I would love to go to a Florida base. That's the difference between Star Wars. Star Wars says Ida Floor (laughs) and Doctor Who, when they did this, they called it Space Florida. So yeah. <laughs> there's, that's the difference between those things. But anyway, the ship needs okay, space, Florida. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. ship, the ship needs fuel. This is going to be a continuing issue as we've talked about, because they don't have the Republic to rely on anymore for things like fuel, rations, sanity, all that stuff. Omega <laughs> also wants to explore, but she can't. She's going to find a way to do that anyway, and it's not going to go well. So they end up going to Pantora, the system for fuel, and also so Tech can scramble the codes that have them on the wanted list. Now, I'm a little unclear here, I'm going to admit. This system has a main planet and a moon. One of them is Orto Plutonia, and the other is Pantora. The moon is icy and full of towels, and we saw it in the Clone Wars Season 1 episode, Trespass. In this episode, we're obviously not on that same, we're not full of ice or anything. I think we're on Orto Plutonia this time, and the moon is Pantora. Pantorans, they're seen here, they still have the blue skin. We know that. We know that. We know this. We know this. Pantorans have blue skin. We know this. We know this. We know this. We know this. Now, it could be the other way around, but I, I, I read conflicting things about it. Nobody really seems to know which okay. is the moon and which is the planet. For the sake of this, we're going to say that moon was Pantora. 
This is Orto Plutonia, and the whole system's just called Pantora. They don't. It's a, yeah. sis, it's, a system. it's all one. I don't get a moon vibe from this planet. No, though. this is the big yeah, planet, yeah. but this it's is like, the is, the, is okay. this is the planet called Pantora or Orto Plutonia? <laughs> got and, it. And is the moon on which, you know, which is which? It's, you got the ice oh, moon right. and you got the main planet. This is the main planet. Everybody got that? It's just there's a lot of conflicting information everywhere about this, and we'll be sure to keep listeners yeah. up to date on <laughs> this course, hot on this, button this issue. Hot on topic. monitoring well, the hot topic of what nobody seems to care either. I, I, I was bringing this. I don't know why. Ew, ew, Caitlin. You should care. Okay. Ew. That's just because of that, because of that you're going to get the first question. This settlement on this main planet, here's the, here's the hot scalding question for you. You ask me if I would want to live there? The tough talk. No. Um, here's the question. How cool is it? It's pretty cool, right? It's really cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. You got the spinneret. Oh, yeah. You got spinnerets. The, the Russian influence. Yeah, you got a cool little market there. You got the, yeah, the spinnerets that kind of, they look like, they always looked like candy to me. You know, like old old mm-hmm. school, like, like the top of the Dairy candy. Queen. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I, I, I would... I would love to visit this location. Oh, uh, what about the characters in it? Would you like Caitlin's <laughs> mom? Caitlin's mom, would you? What, what do you think about the the Pantorans? I would like to see more of that character. Oh, okay. There you go. They, see, I mean, she agrees with me. I, w- I wonder which it's specific lovely. Pantoran she's talking about. <laughs> All of them. 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 Kill him. The depot manager immediately wants a bribe and then uh, comms Fennec Shand, who is nearby. She has a hollow of Omega. So Omega is, in fact, the target. Question, mm-hmm. Matt Romano. I'm just assuming through this. We never get confirmation of this. And I thought this last week. But I'm just we don't get confirmation. I'm just assuming she's being sent from the Kaminoans, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which always makes me laugh because like the Kaminoans, the, the Empire, they all have got the same bounty hunters in their old yeah. decks. You know, it's like, well, they're all using the same scum. The it's all is, gray. Yeah. It's all gray. I'd say the bounty hunters know more at this point about bounty hunters because, you yeah. know, even though they use Django, they didn't hire him. We know he was hired by a man called Tyrannus of the Moons of Bogdan. Uh, <laughs> right. But, but they knew Django. Django yeah. trained the, some of the clones there on Camino. We know from clone cadets, they hired other bounty hunters to come and pick up the slack because the Jedi didn't have time to do it. So they yep. have contacts within the bounty yeah. hunting community, and eventually the Empire will as well. But this part of whatever Kaminoan contingency they have, Omega's important to that absolutely they and need so, omega back let's saying yep. let's send ming na wen out there yep. to go and get this kit and get her back here yep. for the water and the have, ramps and all that and i have <laughs> thoughts about omega later on is it a hot take Ooh. it's not it's not a hot take it's, okay. it's a it's a very uh normal take but i just want to talk about Ooh, it. normal take from caitlin so. normal yeah. take on the floor well i think we'll all look forward Coming to that soon. um <laughs> is it about whether which one's order plutonia which one's pantora Absolutely, uh, yeah. you know it. Okay, yeah. I know it. A hot button uh, issue. Yeah, we know this. <laughs> we do notice. This is our main story. Hunter back in his farmer tunic. I was happy to see it. Goes mm-hmm. into the city with Omega, and and it's NYC. What is it about you? <laughs> um, except not two clones, one Omega. No me. Okay, that's enough. That's nothing. That was awful. <laughs> that's enough, now yeah. they need money for fuel, and they have one bomb left. So Hunter is gonna. Sell that bomb. <laughs> While he's trying to do this, Omega is drawn into the city, overwhelmed by all kinds of stuff. And she's wide-eyed. She's never seen anything quite like this, never seen the spinnerets, the Dairy Queens. And she's interested in a trooper doll. She sees a little trooper doll like we saw young Jyn Erso had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like Echo, who is wearing this wonderful droid-looking disguise the entire time, is yes. kind of sitting there... Uh, exploring it with her and kind of showing it to her. It's very sweet. Yeah. I, yeah. Echo continues to be the stealth and my stealth MVP of this show. Well, yeah, you, you missed mentioning his, uh, his well, robot outfit. I'm going to get to that. That's kind of the B story. We're going we're oh, okay, to, we're going to get to it. First, we're going to go Omega, Omega and the bounty hunter. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> Coming to theater soon. Um, I'd watch that movie. O- Omega has a problem. The only one who can help. A bounty hunter and pat me on the dollar. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> we took a God. week off and it's back. Okay. Oh, no. Now, so she goes off looking for this doll. 
uh, she and she gets lost, just like I once did when I was a little boy in River Country. She go, tries to go on her own little adventure, gets lost, and she doesn't start crying. I did. Anyway, Aww. she runs right in a Fennec, who plays nice. She says, oh, you seem lost. I'll help you find your friends, except she, she doesn't do it as creepily Creepy. as I just did. Omega has no reason not to trust her or not to trust anyone. She's about to get a little lesson in that. Fennec yep. takes her helmet off, and how great does she look? Without, without oh, the her. animation is gorgeous. I mean, it looks yeah. just like her. It, it, yes. A stylized version of her, but it's. I'm like, I'm, I'm really attracted to animated Fennec Shand. I mean, Ming Na is already a gorgeous woman, oh, and then you add like the you, you the hair have, detail really. Me. Yeah, yeah. Like the the hair detail really just like the the way that they textured it is very cool. They nail it. Um, they they really yeah. do. It's not like they give her a really pointy beard like Dooku. They're past. They're past that period. Like we're not even going to try yes. to make them look like 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 Christopher Lee. There's no Nutcracker chin on on uh, yeah. Fennec Shand. And in any case, so Fennec uses the old bump and grab to steal some fruit for them, and Omega points out, "Oh, we we didn't pay for this." And Fennec Fennec says, "It's okay to break the rules sometimes." And I'm just like, "Is it? <laughs> Is that going to hold sure. up in court?" <laughs> Just, just one of those things you want to hear from a stranger, you know, right. <laughs> that that picks you up off the street. So, like your ten-year-old child. The, the, yeah, the, exactly. the charges. Yeah. The charges include stealing fruit. Your defense, Miss Shand. Well, it's okay to break the rules sometimes. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it like that. Uh, not guilty. I feel like that's a defense that would work in Star Wars, though. They'd be yeah. like, oh, actually, that's a very Star Wars thing. He's right. Fruit. Now, Omega may be seeing red flags now, and I'm thinking she's definitely seeing red flags, red flags going red flags on. for sale. Red flags! Because she sees Fennec's blaster and, Fennec and asks about it, and Fennec says, well, the galaxy is a dangerous place to be on your own. And I'm like, ain't that the truth? But yeah. the thing is, Matt, Omega's still kind of wearing rose-colored glasses. And when you're wearing rose-colored oh, yeah. glasses, you know what a red flag looks like? Just a plain old flag. Looks, looks like a green flag to me, bro. And it ain't a gra- it? It ain't, oh, a gra- it ain't a yeah. grand old flag. It's a green flying flag. And it ain't the home of the free or the nothing. It's going to get you in trouble. Anyway, Omega... It's like, oh, you don't Whatever. have any, you don't have any friends. You don't have any friends. You're all alone. Well, come and join the crew. Come and be one of us because she's that in- innocent. I've got she's some just new like, friends. I, I like friends. Yeah. Come yeah. be Look, my friend. Friends, Aww. friends, friends, friends. Look at all my friends. And, and it's, and look, if you spend more than an episode with them, they'll make you a room. Thankfully, uh, that Hunter shows up pretty soon and it's Hunter versus Fennec in this matchup. We've got blasters out for a little bit, then it goes to knives. This fight doesn't last very long because Fennec knocks Hunter out. But say it was a more contained environment. It was like a battle royale between Fennec Shand and Hunter. Caitlin Bush, mm-hmm. who do you give the edge to here? I I would like to give it to Hunter, but we've also seen, I think, a little bit more of what Fennec can do. But I, I will say my my note on this, I'm going to change your question a little bit. Because when I was watching it the entire time, the only thing I could think of, and anytime I see a knife fight anymore, where one person has a knife and the other person doesn't, I only ever think of Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And there's that fantastic fight between Captain America and the Winter Soldier uh, on the streets where one of where uh, Bucky has the knife and Steve has to fend him off the entire time. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Hunter like brought out that knife, that was the only thing I could think of. Nice sidling of Bucky into that. Yeah. Um, you gotta squeeze Bucky Matt, in there, don't Matt, you? Always. Matt, Matt, we've got Hunter versus Fennec. Who are you betting on? Not in this Ooh. episode in general. I put them in an arena. They both get a blaster and they both get a knife. Who are you betting Loki, on? Loki, I think I have to go with. I have to go with Fennec. That's not are what there, you are just there said. Rules? I pretty much you, you chose the third option and went with Bucky. <laughs> wait, 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 I thought it was a question uh, to me. It here. Is, wait, 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 wait. Are, are there rules in this uh, match? Let's say no rules. No, 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 no parents allowed. Okay, then I'm going to give it to Fennec only because I think Hunter would still play with like some loyalty and some like some honor. honesty, some honor, honor. Yeah, yeah. And he was honor. also he's also worried yeah. about Omega the yeah. entire time as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Fennec would like like pretend she's dead and then be like, eh, and like you know, knife him. Hunter you know? would be making yeah. Paragon choices, <laughs> and Fennec wouldn't mind making Renegade choices. 
Certain listeners go. are going to yep. be able to tell what game I've been playing recently. Anyway, I was, I was just curious. <laughs> so Omega runs. Hunter does get the knife and blaster out of Fennec's hands, but she headbutts him and we have a chase. Now we have a chase that ongoing. It's a little mad, 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 mad world here after a while because people keep joining this yep. chase. We've got Omega runs into Wrecker, who's coming in from the B story, but Fennec takes care of him surprisingly <laughs> easily. Question, what is this about? Matt, if I had said the same thing, Fennec versus Wrecker, I bet you'd put money on Wrecker. Yeah, I would have I would have said Wrecker, but now that I know more about Wrecker and seeing him in an instant like this, Wrecker, you know, is is a I don't want to say dumb, but he's a he's a he's a big big animal. He's a softy. Like he's a, he's soft, a softy. Yeah. The wrecking ball's coming in, and she what she did is she went around and just snipped off the chain. Exactly. That's not his power. His power is brute strength yeah. and like just he doesn't really you know I don't imagine that Wrecker has a lot of good countering moves. Yeah, you no. know, Caitlin Bush yeah. thoughts on no. Wrecker and countering moves. I, I don't think that he probably has them. He's not a defense. He's an offense always. Yeah. All the time. Offense. Yeah. yeah. He's a blunt instrument. Yeah. And yep. and Fennec is is poison. The needle. Yes. You know, the exactly. slippery That's a great but, way yeah, to put that. Right. She's yes. not all that. She's a, she's a little. She's got a little crosshair going on. She's a sniper, too. Remember? Yeah. You know, except she's, there's a there's a, a cunningness there. Yeah. Yeah. A guy that, that Wrecker is lacking. Yeah. Because, again, you said, as we always talk about, Wrecker is very uh, innocent. And that's why he yeah. gets along. And I yeah. like that he says pretty much you mess with a kid, you mess with me. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out Maybe that's not true happy. because he gets knocked out very quickly. Well, and knocked out in the head. You yeah. Know, uh, yeah. A lot of head. Uh, head that's true. Yeah, and that's the only kind of, of chip head chip update. Yeah. Chip wandering around. We don't in see there. the head, but yeah. happen. He goes, ah, oh, oh, I'm going down. <laughs> we don't, we don't see that happen, but it's, we can, yeah. if that's good your, soldiers, if, if, if that's your <laughs> head cannon, then so be it. Uh, oh. yeah, we're probably stretching, but I'm just gotta throw it in there. Oh, I'm a, it's the first time <laughs> we've ever stretched. Uh, the chase continues. Shocking. And at one point, Omega is falling off a maintenance tower and Fennec catches her and says, you can thank me later. So I like how Fennec is definitely the antagonist here, but she's not a villain. She's not. She's in yeah. a gray area. She's not hateable. I also wonder exactly what her orders are. I imagine that it's to bring her in alive. Yeah. Yeah. And look, it's a kid. I don't think she if, if the orders were to kill this kid, I don't think she would do it. I would hope not. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, I, yeah. I don't care if she's playing a character or not. Ming-Na Wen does not kill kids. <laughs> No, this is and a great point. I yes. don't. I sound the hot take alarm. <laughs> I stand by it. Hunter is in pursuit. Glorious speeder city animation. Matt, how cool is this? Oh, this is cool. Lovely, so cool. lovely, lovely. And the colors lovely. and everything. Oh, the co who pulls out but the Pantoran <laughs> police again. Doesn't matter what planet you're on. It's the red and the blue. And they're chasing now. Fennec shoots a few down, but Hunter takes out Fennec's speeder and nabs Omega, uses that last bomb that he couldn't sell to blow Fennec's speeder, and she jumps, bounces off a cab, and then lands on the surface. She inelegantly bounces off the cab and is like, ah, I'm fine, and then lands somewhat gracefully on the surface. So it's like, oh, we're bad. No, we're good. Um, and then Hunter and Omega are back to the ship. Wrecker shambles in, and it's time to go. And they take off as Killam shouts. Now, for Fennec Shand in this time period, or to Plutonia or Pantora, whatever the heck is going on there, Omega ignoring red flags and being a little too innocent, but maybe having learned something, cannon, cannon, fire! Now, this all hey. ties into not the other half of the episode, and I don't always want to say the B story, but the other thing that's going on in this episode, yeah. which was pretty yeah. hilarious all around. Yeah. This all uh, we've got Moynihan as a grand trader. Uh, grand is is Matt as you know is the Rees, the three eyes. Yes, yes, uh, three eyes. You, you know, Grand. Yeah, and yeah. Echo is pretending to be a droid and getting sold because the Grand doesn't want the bomb. And he kind of in his disguise looks like a droid. It's like, how about this droid? He's like, you're not selling me. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, it's it's like he's an advanced model. And then Echo kind of goes along with it. But the only thing he's really upset about is how much money he gets. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You can't be serious. We need the credits. Fine, but not at that price. I am worth more than 2000 Right. I'm like, you are worth Absolutely. more. You're definitely worth more, Echo. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Know your self-worth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
Echo, That's a good he, lesson for he, kids. And then he Absolutely. sticks with it. Echo then pre- then pretends to just full on be a droid. He commits to the bit, and he meets the protocol droid CG sixty seven, played by Gray Griffin, Caitlin, who you pointed out, who who voices Vicky, the babysitter from the Fairly Odd Parents, who is one of the best like childhood villains of my entire childhood. Amazing, She's so good. Oh yep. my god. <laughs> I don't want. I get paid by the hour. Are they murderers, by the way, the odd parents? Is that why they're odd? The odd parents? No, yeah. they're just weird. Oh, I thought that might have oh, been. Oh, yeah. The they're, just they're just up to unusual. some really they're just, freaky they're just stuff. Unu- they're just unusual, yeah. you know? Yeah. Fre- freaky stuff, huh? Freaky stuff. All okay. right. Let's not well, take look, this I've here. never seen it. I don't know where you're- I, I, I wasn't saying that. I'm just I, saying. I don't know it's where all- your mind went. <laughs> it's the tone, really, that I'm taking up Listen, on Listen, it was the Listen. tone. Yeah, it wasn't well, the way to say I it. I can't yeah. help what goes on in your imagination. I was just asking an innocent question about a show I've never seen. I'm going to but- go check AO3 now on this. I'm sure there's some very scary stuff over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Anyway. Don't, don't take yeah. a Tumblr deep dive. Okay. But, so, so we have now- Echo being sold to Bobby Moynihan, which is something you never think you're going to say. But not only do we have Astromex here with this with this protocol droid, we have a new droid. And this is an Astromech with some stubby legs and stubby arms. And a lot of the Internet, even though we we're railing about the Internet before, this is why I do love the Internet, because yeah. when it decides His to show His name is Clink, lo- and I'm I not, need to know everything about I'm, him. I was building up to it. I was building up for it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You... I'm just, I'm really, I really need to know everything. I've never seen anything you know, like this in Star Wars. If it, uh, okay. It's, uh, well. I'm sorry. No, no it's fine. It's fine. She's it's, excited, Brian. You, you know, well, do I'm you excited, excited about the droids. No, stubby legs, and there's a lot of love for him, and the droid's name is Clink. It's there, great. It's ruined. That was it's good. fantastic. I, I like how both you guys did it. And he it. gets it in good. a fight with Bucky Barnes, yep. and, and he's actually voiced by Sebastian Stan. Did you guys know that? Anyway. Oh, the entire time, which is a lie, by the way, for anyone who doesn't understand sarcasm. As I said, we were just railing about the internet, but here's why I love the internet. is because they also exploded with love for Clink, and some of our listeners yeah. changed their, their Twitter names to I love Clink more Clink. So Clink As is amazing. Should. Yeah, A question is on the table about general sharing love for clink because i love clink we've never seen he's a little lost in space and i'm and i was yeah spoiler alert he doesn't go with them at the end of the episode i was really hoping that he was going to i want to know what kind of droid is he a modified astro droid like what's mm. his deal i feel like yeah because like he's he's kind of got like a little bit of a gonk in him a little shape, bit of an astromech in him there and he's yeah. hanging out with astromechs yeah like what's his because like when you think about astromech droids especially like r2d2 and phantom menace how like they go out on the exterior of the ship and they're yeah. able to repair things i don't see him being an exterior of the ship kind of guy same you know i don't know i want to know what he's not what you, he does you know what yeah. he the closest Kind of droids he reminds me of are you know in the in on Kessel and Solo, the droid mm. rebellion scenes where you see a lot of really weird droids in that. Yeah, and one of yeah. them is stomping on a console, and so yeah. like a lot of modified around. droids. Yeah, in that, or it's like, like, well, what do we have? We got to put a lot of droids in this scene. Well, we have half of this and half of that. Well, just put it, weld them together, and give them a new thing. Philip Wookie P. I don't know. That's how Ron Howard talks, I guess. <laughs> do you think since? The Yoda baby that they just have an office somewhere at Disney that's just like the cute factory and they're like Babu Frick and, and Yoda baby and now yes. Clink. It's like like now they just have him coming off in an assembly line. Welcome to the cute factory. <laughs> if so, I would like to be um, Lucasfilm. If you are hiring, I would like to oh, you be, be a manager. Oh, my place. God. Apparently, yeah. apparently, Caitlin has been creative, cute executive director since November. <laughs> we just didn't know. Oh, we just didn't update the website. It's just we didn't know. But Twitter's losing it about it, and they're all saying it's because Matt Romano was fired. It's all, all right, right. saying, no, we want we want to build the Clink baby. Anyway, for Clink and Clink alone, cannon, cannon, fire. Question, yeah. Matt Romano, do you think this is the last we've seen of Clink? I don't see how it's the last we've seen of him. I think we'll be back to this planet. Why not? Let's whether, go. Whether they're, they, they've planned on it or not, Clink, I mean, he's a star. He's a star. Maybe maybe this is a droid story. It's this Clink. is the droid Clink story. Clink is the droid story. You're saying that Clink is the key, the spark that will burn droid story down? I don't know yeah, where I was going Clink with that. Is or- droid story. That's you know what? That's my hot take. Sound it! 
Clink yep. is the spark that will ignite the flames that will make everyone yep. love droid yep. story. This was a, a secret backdoor pilot for Clink, which is thank really you. the droid Matt, story. Thank you for using that terminology. Exactly. <laughs> I don't that. want to say Clink a Star Wars story. I just want to call it Clink the show. Clink, yes. You're saying that Clink the show is what droid story actually is. Yeah, I think a droid story is about Clink. I don't know about you guys, but I think we just nailed this. Yeah, yeah we ju- we, no, we yeah. just nailed this. This is I think perfect. we nailed it. That's exactly. I mean, check, please. Check, please. Lucasfilm, hire us. Yeah, I I like Clink. I want to see Clink. I would like to see the see the Clink. <laughs> now, when the Criff hits the fan with Fennec, Hunter comes text saying they've got to get out of there immediately. But Tex, like, yeah, okay, I, I'm still in the middle of repairs. I'm going to need a whole team of droids to to you know help me with this. And Echo comes is like, actually, I got him, y'all. So he says, gear up, fellas. And we've got a clone leading a little group of droids, which is ironic because it's just a couple weeks after the Clone Wars have ended. Yep. I thought this was yeah. fun. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Echo's that's issues with the protocol droid about who's the supervisor is settled because Echo can take their restraining bolts off with his little... Uh, his hand Doohickey. jack. Um, yeah. I, I, I never know how to say that without sounding filthy, but apparently... His USB hand. Not, it's a yeah, doohickey. It's yeah, something yeah. that both of the Fairly Odd Parents secretly have. Dongle. Don't say dongle. It's not a dongle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As they leave, Moynihan realizes Echo isn't a droid. It's like, hey! Now, they fix the ship fast enough that the returning Hunter, Omega, and Wrecker can jump in and they can be off. Uh, again, I'm sad they didn't take Clank, but there you go. Once they're off, Hunter tells Omega about bounty hunters. Like, look, there are these people called bounty hunters. That was one of them. Gotta look out. She's like, all right, I will. And that's the lesson of the week. <laughs> um, yeah. Meanwhile, Taryn Killam is worried that Fennec Shand is going to kill him, but she just tosses him a credit and says to let him know if they ever come back. She calms someone, probably the Kaminoans, although we don't know for sure. The target got away, but I'll find her. So Fennec is still continuing the hunt. It is not over. Cannon, cannon, fire! <laughs> that's the episode. I, ha- I have a question. A question for mm. you both. Oh, great. Do you think that this show is a downer? Ooh, Ooh that is a good question. Because it's like, I'm not, it's a downer in that, you know, it's a, the rebellion hasn't started yet. It's a dark time. I understand it's an interesting time. I'm not saying it's uninteresting, mm. but it's not the most fun period in Star Wars. Well, it's fun is where you find it. Mm-hmm. It's not the most fun period in Star Wars, but I think that the the overall era itself is is very dark, and we knew it would be going mm-hmm. into all of this post Order sixty six. I also think that it, this is uh, going to be a lesson in that there is light to be found in the darkness. Yeah, in I, that I guess that's it, what I'm waiting get, for. Yeah, you yeah. get you get even in these these episodes, the last couple of episodes, we've seen Omega, who Matt last week you pointed out, like always be watching Omega because she is just she's here to learn, she's here to absorb, she loves these adopted brothers and uncles that she has now. Uh and as much as she is going through, she's still going to find some of the joy here and she's gonna learn, she's gonna grow, and we're gonna get to watch this this girl kind of have an adventure and she was so excited about this new planet that she was going to. She's never been to as many planets as she's been to now. And so to watch her go through this, I think that's where the excitement in this series lies is within the tiny moments. Yeah. I I think you're right. Matt, another question for you. Um, And I'm not saying that this is true for me or not, because I mean, I've, I've, I'm, I'm enjoying the show. I love seeing Fennec, and again, like you said, the spark of innocence with Omega prevents us from going doom and gloom, the animated series. Matt, we've had, aside from the rip-roaring, action-packed premiere, then we've had three episodes since. For me, it's a little, it's not, not to a bad point, it's been a little bit of a slow burn. Is it? Yeah. Is it, what, what, what's your thought on that? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it's been a slow burn. I think that it's taking a little bit of time to to solve some problems that are obvious, like, yeah. you know, the ship, uh, getting the ship back in working order, the rations, the food, like, you know, they've really got a, they had nothing when they left Camino. Right. So there's a, there's, there is a lot of setup to get through here, but I think we're finally through that setup because now I think the the stakes are really there. 
Uh, there's a there's villains established. I think all the kind of the chess mm. pieces are there. I don't think we're going to see Fennec Shan in the next episode. I think no. now we're off gonna, on another quest or or something's going to happen. And I'm, what I'm really looking forward to now is those character episodes, like really giving mm. Wrecker a whole episode to himself and Echo. And, you know, like because right now we're still getting a lot of uh, Omega Hunter focus. But I want the side episodes. They're going to dig into those characters more. And that's also where you'll see the light, because that's where you'll start to see how their characters are going to develop and grow and get beyond this point. So I think it's a slow burn, but we're getting there. We're getting there. It's a good That's point. That's going to be really exciting. I mean, I understand yeah. that you're saying, yes, and these things are important. We've got to deal with fuel and rations and repairing the ship. I guess part of me is like, we've seen this. That's what Mand- Mandar yeah, just yeah. kind of did that. We know. Do we need to see it? But then they're also getting yeah. in the character beats and they're all growing together and tying it through with Omega's discovery of the galaxy. So I think they're doing it well. It's just yeah. I'm getting the feeling from you that you might be thinking what I'm thinking is that it's it's good. I'm enjoying it. I'm also ready for it to ramp up a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Caitlin yeah. on Bush, you, you ready to ramp up? I, I'm ready to ramp up. And I think, too, that I actually the really Clone just Wars did a very – <laughs> there, there. It's the the same thing that Clone Wars that a lot of Star Wars series do for a while is that they they do this slow builds. I think we we got I thinking back to as a person who binged all of the Clone Wars and all of Rebels all at once, we got really spoiled by the Clone Wars season seven oh, yeah. because everything happened all the time. Yeah. Um, they had they had a, they had a pretty short season and. They had to wrap up a lot that people have been waiting for for a long time. And so if you look back at previous seasons of these animated shows, you know that it it is a build. And Mm -hmm. you get to that point, you have to build the storytelling. And so I'm looking forward to, once this season is done, actually, The Bad Batch, going back to the beginning of the season and watching it all the way through in one fell swoop. And it will feel so, it'll be so quick and it'll be so Mm -hmm. tight. It's a good point because with season seven of Clone Wars, you were finally in the place where we were every week where it's like, this was the episode we got. And the good thing about Bad Batch is we're not, we're going to be with them. Presumably we're not going to get, here's your D squad installment. This is your 30 (laughs) minutes of Star Wars (laughs) this week. Yeah. With season seven, though, it was all of the Bad Batch stuff. They were heavy on action, every single one of those. And then even with the Martez sisters was a little more low-key, but you had Ahsoka back. Yeah, You had Ahsoka, and you had her going through so many very important emotional beats the entire Yeah, time it was too. necessary. And then once he met, obviously, we were off to the races. So it's it's really a different thing. But, I'm, but it was just – and I don't want to – I'm not down on the show. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I just um, – I'm, I guess I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, if it ramps up, I'm, I, I'd be happy. If it didn't, what am I going to not watch? Not watch and enjoy it? <laughs> you could write a letter to Kathleen Kennedy, I guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, listen up, Kathleen Kennedy. You give me a clink movie because I'm the last person you want to piss off. Get it? With that, we're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Don't turn us off. Hello. I don't know about you, but when I'm floating around listening to podcasts, sometimes I find myself wanting merchandise with the name of that podcast on it. What merchandise? T-shirts, mugs, stickers, fanny packs, and more. Return of the Pod now sells merchandise, so go to returnofthepod.store for all of your merchandising needs. I know what I'm going to buy, and I'm 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 malign. I'm not going to buy anything. I don't like the show. I'm not going to. I don't care. It does just say stick to the say the words. Why don't you say the just words? Just say the script. Stick to the script. Why don't you stick to the script? All right. You do you. I do me. All right. No, just please, just say the line at the end. No, I just don't say want, it. Uh, I love Return of the Pod, and I love ReturnofthePod.store. If you can't take my word for it, then you can't take words at all. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, well, neither do you. Mm. 
We're back, and now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. Coming from Marvel on Wednesday, May 25th, are Dr. Afra number 10 and Darth Vader number 12, and both titles are going to get into the War of the Bounty Hunters action. The main Star Wars title has already done so, as has the regular Bounty Hunters title. The first time one of these series starts in on this crossover, they do a prelude. Uh, prelude, prelude, mm. whatever you want to say. Prelude. They call it prelude, prelude, which is what readers will get with this issue of Afra and Vader, and we've already gotten with the other two. As we've said before, the War of the Bounty Hunters kickoff solo issue is the place to start before going off into these four other titles, because it affects all of them and starts everything out. The exception, of course, being the fifth Marvel title, which is the High Republic. Now, that's the deal with the comics. How do you, uh, Matt? What do, what are you feeling like? Could could you uh, could you maybe use a hug? Oh, I could always use a hug. I, I I'm I'm <laughs> I'm personally I'm good. So there's only one thing for it. Welcome back to Hug Watch. I think I need a hug. Yeah, yeah. it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Woo! I love talking about hugs. All right. So do you this week? <laughs> I love talking about hugs so much. <laughs> So this week, I specifically want to talk about the first hug that we have gotten in Star Wars The Bad Batch, which I had to go back and rewatch because the three of us had a small conversation this week during our production meeting about whether or not the hug this week counted as a hug. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't. Everyone wasn't sure. I had to go back and rewatch over the weekend. Yep. And I did. It's definitely a hug. I'm counting it as a hug. <laughs> okay, we've got a hug. Got it's a, a hug. hug. Guys, it's a hug. <laughs> it's so, a hug. And what we were arguing is that we, we originally thought it was like an accidental embrace. It was like a lean, like a yeah. lean. Yeah. No, yeah. You know. we, have, we have achieved hug. <laughs> it's a hug. <laughs> it's a hug. Okay. I'm calling it. It's a hug off. <laughs> so when Wrecker finds Omega miraculously in the sewers. There you are. <gasps> Wrecker? You had us worried. Can we get out of here? You got it. He picks her up and he's like, all right, we're getting out of here. And he's holding her in his arms and she leans in and puts her arms around him mm. and leans in. She, it's, it's this moment of, thank God you're here. I'm so scared. Like, let's get out of here. Thank yeah. you. You're the biggest one. Thank God. You're the biggest one. Thank God. You can <laughs> see me. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. I get and that a lot. I, I just I want to... I'm so excited to get to a point in this series where Omega and the Bad Batch all have very individual relationships, which mm -hmm. some of them do. I think we've established last week that Wrecker is going to kind of be this very big brother, sweet big brother caretaker for her. Mm -hmm. And we're getting more of that this week. Hunter's going to be the dad prototype here. I'm very excited to see all of the different relationships that she is going to have with each one of the bad batch. Oh man, I hope like tech is monitoring her screen yeah. time. It's like, get See? off the computer! My There's God, too much yes. time. <laughs> I think tech's gonna be the second to last of the batch to hug. I think yeah. the yeah. whole season is gonna build to the thing that's actually gonna turn Crosshair back to the Is that he's to gonna get a hug? Is a hug. <laughs> the chip will be fixed, everything will be good, but it'll still kind of be, and then he'll get a hug and it'll just He'll That's be standing quick. awkwardly in the corner and she'll be like, it wasn't yeah. your fault. And then give him a hug. Oh, uh, and then he's going to be like, now leave me. There's <laughs> nothing <laughs> you can do. No, <laughs> no, he lives. He lives. <laughs> leave, me? I, I'm so, leave me. Leave <laughs> so me. I'm so excited to, to hug me. <laughs> now so much be left. <laughs> Save the hugs. <laughs> Save the dream. You I'm sorry, Caitlin. Me? You were saying. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm. I'm so oh, excited to see the evolution of these relationships, and I hope that each one of them gets kind of a, a hug. I feel like. Uh, I feel like these two are still cracking up. By oh, I'm the sorry, way, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listening to this. Just saw Guerrero. Um, I the I can't hug watch without Saw Guerrero. <laughs> the most huggable of stars. Are you saying I'm not? There's not much to be left. You still hug this part. Just be careful about my breathing be, pipe here. Be careful of this tube and this tube and also this tube. But the rest of me is good. Look at my shiny green. Oh, no. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Caitlin. No. <laughs> anyway, so, no, just let me just plug this back in and it'll be so Hug City. When, when I, I know that Wrecker will be the one who I think 
has the most hugs with Omega throughout the season. I think the two of them will have a beautiful, wonderful relationship. But I think this is actually, I'm predicting this is going to be the most hug-filled series of the entire Star Wars universe. Oh, wow. I'm getting the feeling that you sound it. I I, I feel like you want it to be that. I want it to be that. but you also truly believe that it is going to be that. I do. I, because I agree with you. I think that that potential is there. We've never had this kind of... Because we, we talked last week about how there typically are kids yeah. In, yeah. in Star Wars. There's always this kid who needs something. And more than anything, you know, we have we have Grogu. We have, uh, we, uh, we have so many young characters in this series that other people have to take care of. But this is the first one where she actually is kind of emotionally intelligent in a way that we mm. don't typically see. And her arms are long enough to get around the characters. Yeah, like Grogu well, couldn't really go. hug, you know. There we go. Well, it's <laughs> interesting because this is, this is kind of a longer form. We, we've talked about the episode season one of Clone Wars, Innocence of Ryloth with Waxer Boyle and Nera. And, uh, Waxer Boyle and, 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 the, and the little girl who calls him Nera, Nera, which means yeah. brother. Um, new... new Numa, that's her name, right? Numa. That yeah. sounds right. Mm-hmm. And that it all builds up to to they're afraid they don't know how to deal with this little twee like kid, and she hugs them. It's a great moment. This is like that that episode expanded into a full series. It's like let's really explore <laughs> yes. this. That's really in what it in, is. That was honestly. a good in a good yeah. way because that's one of my favorite episodes, probably my favorite of season one. But any, any other, we've got the hug. I think we're gonna get many more. Anything else to leave us with hug-related, Caitlin and Bush? No, just that I'm excited for for more hugs uh, and that we, as Star Wars fans, deserve more hugs in the Star Wars universe. I'm excited for the future of hugs. Okay. Okay. I have to to tell you, I don't think we deserve anything. But that said, we're going to need more hugs. More (laughs) hugs over here. More hugs. (laughs) Bring them in. And with that, let's keep this Caitlin train going and throw it to the Jedi Master for our next segment. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and now it's time for Caitlin's Word of the Week. The Word of the Week is Clink. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. Oh, man. Well, if there's going to be a word this week, you know. I so just thought it was going to be hug. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to take us into real talk. <laughs> oh, man. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. On Twitter, there is a raging debate going on as to talk about a debate going on <laughs> that we we not only joined in stupidly to promote ourselves, <laughs> but started. It's going on as to who is the deadlier Disney character, Crosshair or Rapunzel from Tangled. <laughs> Listener Michael Bain pointed out this is a hard vote yeah. and added the hashtag good soldiers follow orders. It's heating up on Instagram as well with Kyle Hill 1081 commenting the only Disney princess that may be a serial killer. Yes. I mean, and then, that is fair. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. then so- Salty Solo saying that she is slaying hearts as well. And ain't that the truth? It's true. It's Manny Moore, baby. You can't go. Oh, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm missing her like candy. (laughs) Watch it. Okay. (laughs) Now, in general, the consensus right now is that Rapunzel is more deadly than Crosshair. And I have to agree. As we just said, Mandy Moore voiced the character and she kills me pretty much every day. And if I may sidebar here for because we have this platform and it's, you know, we have a duty. Okay. When This Is Us came out and started, everyone was like, oh, it's Mandy Moore's oh, no. comeback. She's coming back. How did Mandy Moore stage her comeback? And I was like, screw you, screw you, and screw you. There is no comeback because she never left. There's <laughs> nothing Moore the to, pod. There's <laughs> nothing to come back from. In order to make a comeback, you have to leave, and she never left. She was a star <laughs> then. She remained a star and is a star when This Is Us started. And she still is. She didn't go anywhere. Okay. And Brian has very no. oh, okay. intense Manny no. Moore thoughts. Yeah. I don't All care right. how long we're going, Matt. I don't care. I'm getting this out. <laughs> Gonna do not this in. Speak ill of Mandy Moore in front of me. Come back. Has anyone? She didn't go has anyone? Anywhere. I love Mandy Moore. She's great. I love her. 
Well, it wouldn't hurt you to say it every now and then. I feel like this is directed at me for some reason. I don't know. (laughs) Matt feels attacked by Brian. You're looking at at me with those, oh my God, he's crazy eyes. Just because I believe what I believe. God, get get a zoo in here to give you a sedative or something. Thank you. What? I'm calmer than you are, Matt. <laughs> you are. Com- okay. Calmer than you are. Yeah, I, this is the bet that we're going to have because I would love calmer that. Calmer than you oh, are. Man. I'm, fin- I'm, fin- I'm fin- I'm you see win. which one of you two is calmer than the other because I would love I'm, that. I'm, I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. I'm enjoying so, my coffee. Uh, now, uh, did somebody uh, ask for No, 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 no. Okay. Just kidding. It's good that you're here. We are going to ah, cut man. the ceremonial ribbon and oh. let in the masses. Caitlin, are you ready? Got my knife right here. Its name is Paul Revere. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt, just so you know, I've uh, as I said, I've invited somebody special for you to meet. Yeah, great. Now, okay, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Get excited. I don't know, I don't know if on. I'm excited or not. Sh- shifting tones now. Sh- okay. Shifting tones. New thing. Okay. Now, Azu, get ready to... <laughs> Shut that thing what? off. What is going on with what? that? It's going to keep happening, you know. Yeah, all right. Uh, Caitlin, without further ado, you do you. Uh, all right, all right. Um... So there, there's no one here, Brian. Uh, if I can, if I can uh, chirp my pretty little ball in here, um, yeah, uh, people are coming, but since the planet keeps moving, nobody knows where to find it. So I told them all to go to Corellia. Yeah, we're not close to Corellia, Azu. Oh, at- yeah, as- that, that, that's the issue. That's probably the issue. Why oh. does that keep happening? What is going no, on with this thing? Don't worry about it. Azu, set course for Corellia. Oh. I don't know why you want to go there, but you do you. No, I, I don't know about you, but I'd say all in all, this re-re-re-reopening uh, could have gone worse. Oh my god, shut the f*** up, dude. Oh. Now, with, with that, we're on our <laughs> okay. way to Corellia as fast as possible, but join us next week where <laughs> the bar will be open here? and oh, we'll continue chaos. coverage of The Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. In the meantime, be sure to check out our store, which you can find at returnofthepod.store, because that's just good business. Yeah, For good all business. kinds of fun merchandise, you can find us also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, where we're just putting out half-cocked information that we don't even <laughs> verify. <laughs> you can also find us directly, Caitlin and Bush, you can be found where... I can be found at, at, rarely, uh, Caitlin M. Bush, C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M, Bush like the beer, not like the presidents. Matt Romano, you can be found where? <laughs> oh my God, you can find me on Twitter and tell me what the hell is going on, at, at, Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. Guys, don't worry about it, I'll tell them what's going on. Fun. And you can be found... <laughs> a good one. <laughs> and found I can... <laughs> And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, I guess, if you want, at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Smoke them if you got them. Take a chibi. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken many boats. The Force will be with you. Always be the spark. <laughs>